Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous and our Mage of the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 37, The Heart of the Storm. Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much for your support, hanging out with us. It means a lot to us. Also, quick shout out to some folks who may not know. We talk about joining us on Discord. That's not related in any way to Patreon. You can totally just show up to Discord and hang out. Uh, www.yeetinto.space. Come hang out, chill with us. There's only one itty bitty little thing that's secret for one group of patrons. Don't worry about it. You're really not missing anything. <laughs> um, it is It is basically full of memes. And what's everybody doing right now? Living. <laughs> uh, but a special shout out to our patrons uh, who support us monetarily and we greatly appreciate you. A particularly distinguished axolotl. No, that's not how you pronounce it. Axolotl. Um, yep, yep. Uh, Adele, Al, Alexander, Awakenings for ban uh, for all banishers for some. Bernie, Buck, call a multi-person Praetoria <laughs> relationship polyarmory. Yeah. That's a mouthful. That's a reference. Chandra, Chris, Clara, Doggo Deloon, Electroshocks, George. I. Also a reference. Oh, Lord. What am I. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Looks uh, like you're not even paying attention to the good. Discord. <laughs> That's good. Sometimes, yeah. Emil, Fudzo Suvrali, Head Full of Punches, that one I caught. Uh, James, Jenny, John, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Klaus, Crazyman1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D minor, Noba, Not Noctal, Other Guy, Perry, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafia, Ryan, Shaksara, Terran, Thomas, Usuf, Sama, Vortex, and Zoltan. Thank you all for your support, even if I say your name very, very quickly at the end because I'm kind of in the rhythm. Makes sense. Drew, you were going to sing somebody's name i know john jacob jingleheimer schmidt and john i can't jacob jingleheimer schmidt yeah yeah <laughs> as i hit it i was just like and i'm going <laughs> uh um, cool i appreciate you uh because i i hit it and i kept going and i was like i was supposed to sing that <laughs> oh well i'm moving on um it's happened, it's happened. Good, we're there good stuff um i'm so glad y'all have joined us. Um, oh, when we last left the Witch Coven, uh, they had been confronted by dreams and nightmares of a semi-prophetic variety. It was visions of the future, but not necessarily prophetic. Visions of a future. Of a future. That's a good way to put it. Uh, of possible futures for all of them. And uh, as the journal prompted them they kind of sat together and talked about them and confronted the idea of actually no no we don't take any of these to be a truth that will come about we will fight against this this is stuff we do not want and we do not want for each other um and so there's a, a good little join together um we are going to watch for each other we will support one another kind of stuff um it was, a, it, was, it was a good good time. Um, then Theodosia decided that she was going to go pick a fight with her daemon, um, which, of course, was like, yeah, I got to go into my own Eros, which means I need a soul stone, which is an act of hubris. So Theodosia went 
into her own soul, down one wisdom and rampant, uh, which basically means I do everything with magic, um, but still manage to, uh, there was a little bit of a headbutting and conflict and uh, things like that, but eventually uh, a tense, uh, tenuous alliance was made, at least over a particular issue. And with that, uh, Theodosia uh, established her legacy, which as we move forward, we will see more of and, and see how it works. But if you're paying attention and reading between the lines, you may already have an idea of what it is for and what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. Um, as uh, everybody kind of exited their dreams, um, we did also notice a big storm. And, well, I don't know how much Isabel got excited, but Chris got excited. Um, Isabel got excited. That's true, yeah. I- Isabel enjoys her storm. She, so. She's called Petrichor, after all. Um, and so into cover everybody else went and stood kind of at the edge of the now <clears throat> the uh the butte hole and uh <laughs> oh, come on it was right there it's fine yep um and uh you know everybody watching the storm rolling through and isabel being isabel and being petrichor goes all right i'm going in uh and this is a big whopper of a storm big dark clouds rolling thunder lightning flashing in and through the clouds and steps out into it and that's where we pick up with isabel stepping out into the rain and oh yes i was just gonna say jules i was gonna offer jules a lodestone spell if you wanted Ah, yes, uh, which is exactly yeah where we're picking up because Jules is looking out there going, do I go out there? Because that's a hell of a storm and I, it'll be soaking wet and we have magic abilities to deal with that. And it's warm in here. I imagine a fire has been set up in the cavern uh, just to provide a little bit of light and a little bit of warmth to otherwise solid stone. Um, but Jules kind of stops at the edge and kind of settles and goes, no, I'm well and just kind of watches as Isabel uh, disappears into the the rain. Um, and then there's a pause. And then Jules kind of tilts his head and says, does anybody see Isabel out there? Uh, which we cover, cut over to Chris. Chris, what you doing out there, buddy? I'm going to cast this little spell called Gravity Control. <laughs> Yeah. Because this is a big storm and uh big guys like that have big butts, so uh I'm gonna go find me a lightning spirit or something. Somebody new to meet. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be all up in the guts of the storm. Let's maybe not phrase it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to I be was, fair, you phrased it that way first. I was quoting an anime trope. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Which is based in violence, <laughs> not sex. <laughs> and this is America where violence is okay and sex is bad. Exactly. That's right. Oh, me. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll a spell. Please do. Hmm. Yeah, there's like one one note from her flute, and then it just is it blue shift or red shift as you're going away. 
with light, mm-hmm. with sound. Right. With the red of its Doppler, yeah. yeah. Sure. Cool. Exceptional success. Six dice, no less. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Um, nice as uh, as Isabel yeets herself into space, uh, yep. you get. Uh, there we go. Yep. Look, we do one thing and one thing only. Uh, yep. And that was the the question I was going to ask you: is the the spell centered on herself and therefore flipping her airborne, or yes. is it in the area to you know kind of create a space where she can float up and reaches a no, limit? That would make the rain go the wrong way too. Oh, you know that's true. Uh, that seems would, disrespectful. So I'm just trying to get up there. What would happen at the top? I guess you would have a puddle mm-hmm. where the <laughs> Randy's coming this way, coming this way, and it meets. Anyways, uh, yeah. And so just flinging yourself. Um, I mean, technically, not upside down, just head first, yeah. falling up into the storm, diving um, into it. And yeah. You lashed yourself to the sky. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's some cold, cold rain and it is icy and it is slapping your face and it is not entirely pleasant. It's not, it's painful, but it's not damaging. We'll say, um, oh, right. I wrote notes about this because yes, I was, somebody let me know what was going to happen so I could prep. Um, uh, um, I even have the, the, the butte hole comment in here anyways yeah <laughs> um, uh yes so isabel's body streaks through the clouds uh icy cold water stinging against her skin um and as you get higher the body doesn't have any support and there is a lot of wind and you start to tumble and kind <laughs> of twist and stuff like that um and you can kind of feel the wind buoying you in some places i mean gravity is going one right. way but you've got wind pushing down, pushing up, and you kind of find this space in the middle where you're just at the mercy of the storm. Ragdolling it. Yeah, yeah absolutely ragdolling through. Um, and uh, then you can feel something kind of changing in the air. There is uh, a little bit of a, a, a tingle. Uh, what's your peripheral mage site again? I'm trying to remember. Uh, like notes and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's not like that at all. Um... Or it's not soft, easy, you know, pleasant music. It's, you know, big crashes of, uh, you know, percussive instruments. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, and, but no, no, this is, this is more something, um, visceral. You kind of feel it tingling across your skin. Um, and then the whole world just goes white. Um, your skin feels like it's on fire. Air is just rushing out of your lungs. You can't catch your breath. Uh, the world is pain and then comes back to just from searing whiteness to just solid black. Um, take 10 bashing damage, please. Yeah, no oh, problem. shit. I think I just got hit by lightning. <laughs> just a yeah. little bit. Likely. I suspected. Goddamn. And um, does that fill you up with uh, uh, bashing? Yeah. Okay, because I keep forgetting to do this. Make a stamina roll. Okay. You can add willpower to... Um, just straight stamina? Mm-hmm. I, I had you to roll do... bashing? Uh, if it is full at all, you have to roll stamina to stay... Stay yeah, conscious. Stay conscious. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It, and 
that little rule, I was like, that's right, because that's why you do, like, in spells, this you just do... Stamina? Mm-hmm. And I was looking, I could not see anything where you do it as double stamina. Uh, everything I saw, oh. so, yeah. Uh, you black night out night, y'all. with... Uh, it's all to my death. Rip. New sorry, character. Don't know anybody panic. Chris already rolled up a spare character in case this happened. It's Fine. okay. Uh, <laughs> you get Chris that on some of your jobs, You know what I mean? You're playing Ganem, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Take yeah. over Ganem and just be like, I'm stuck here. Nobody else has spirit. <laughs> just hanging. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah, you black out with your spell still active, uh, flipping you upward. Um, and we cut back to uh, the gang who um, yeah Jules goes uh, does anybody see Isabel I'm just gonna say look up uh, yeah and, I mean he, he probably still don't see her but right like, yeah because this is you can look this is um, I believe Chris is a fan of the term of a fuck off kind of storm um, yeah. it is like the clouds themselves are dense and dark um, and the rain itself is intense. Um, out in front of the uh, the porch, effectively, um, if you've never sat on a porch and watched a rainstorm, I do it. Highly suggest do it sometime. Uh, super on the wind conditions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, the rain is intense um, for well, actually for um, for uh, leg, but this is a hurricane. Um, I don't, uh, well, I guess, um, Theodosia may have seen some stuff as well. Uh, but, uh, I know <laughs> Legba definitely has seen a hurricane at least. Um, it is turning the ground into mud from both the liquid of the water and just the sheer impact. Um, and yeah, thunder rumbling through almost continually lightning moving across the storm clouds themselves and then lancing down, you can see fires start up and then get doused almost immediately. Um, mm. It is, it is a chaotic, powerful storm and Jules looking out and then looking back. And I think based on Theodosia's comment, I'm willing to take that lodestone that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that going to be any help against um, lightning? They know. <laughs> Fortunately, Rilla is there and like reaches out. And for every one of you, uh, you gain. Um, Chris, you know the spell off the top of my head? The forces one? The forces shielding spell? Mm -hmm. Just an. Oh, environmental shield. That's the one. Yep. Uh, which does not actually protect you from lightning strikes, uh, mm -hmm. but it does mean that the wind itself. Uh, won't throw you around. Well, it wouldn't protect her against lightning if something forced it to strike her, but she wouldn't naturally attract the bolt. So oh, okay, cool. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Um, and uh, she kind of looks at Theo and goes, having the rain not actually on me would be nice too, but now we'll be safe. Like this says, let me try to reach your mind. Night night. Yeah. He doesn't know that, right? Right. So I like that. Uh, 
so then, yeah, he attempts a telepathic connection using his attainment. Mm -hmm. Second attainment. Yeah, which... In, in terms of telepathy, I don't think, you know, she's not conscious, you yeah, know. I know. Yeah. I know out of character. Legba mm -hmm. does not, right? And so okay. his instinct would be, where is someone? Why don't I just ask them using right. what I can do with <coughs> spell? Mm -hmm. And so I'm just waiting for you to articulate it in terms of what Legba would yeah, and that's what I was. I'm, I'm trying to think of because it's like, yeah, you just get the you know dial tone, but dial tone, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's mm. yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of the appropriate uh, non-anachronistic way to say it, it's, but yeah, it's, it's straight up it's different. It's a different uh, response than someone not responding to it. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, right. Gotcha. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get to. Yeah, it's where it's like cool. there's something there. Actually, I feel like you make the connection. And then it's just, yeah. it's static. There, there's nobody actually on the other end, um, but the connection goes through. Um, okay, so I've made a sympathetic connection to her? I mean, you've had a sympathetic connection. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm relying on that sympathetic connection. Mm -hmm. Can I perceive? Well, I, now that you've stated that, I'll let um, uh, Craig narrate what's happening with, with Theo's spell before I make a suggestion. Sure. Yeah, well, it's done. that's what I figured. Yeah, just kind of lay. And do you lay that just over Jules since he's the one who was asking for it, or do you go ahead and just kind of tag everybody? But just sort of like raise an eyebrow at Rillo. Mm -hmm. And you just started to do an area as long as everyone's standing together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, as long as they stay in that area. But yeah. No, uh, oh. Yeah, hit them both, like, you know, hands in a circle kind of thing and hit them both. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jules, you know, kind of, but like by saying, you know, I'll reach out to her mind, kind of looks at, looks back and what kind of expression does Legba have? It's quizzical. His eyebrow is raised. <laughs> Which is definitely Jules, Jules going, uh, because <laughs> I imagine Legba usually has a more like self-confident, like, you mm -hmm. know, things are under control that quizzical is like, that's. Like, Legba, what is that face? I don't know what's going on with her. Jules kind of slowly leans his head out, looking up into the clouds, squinting, um, and says, uh, I'm going to I'm go out go and look her. for her. You know, and he, you can definitely tell he's like, I, I, I have to do something. Um, and especially when it's like, hey, Rilla has given him protection. Um, oh. Then he's like, yeah, no, this is, you know, I can at least go out and physically look. Mm -hmm. And, oh, Ash, the divination. Yeah, basically after seeing her just kind of disappear. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pull my cards off because it's raining very bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just like fidgeting with my like seeing stone necklace. Is this the first um, time you've cast Divination without using the cards? Yes. Um, so I'm not really sure how it's going to be read, but I'm just kind of, kind of making a wish is how I'm seeing this. Just like, will we see Isabella live again? <laughs> Cut straight to the... Yes. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm just like, okay, you disappeared into that 
like, but didn't get a response. I'm just like, okay. Less worried. Which I, I kind of appreciate. Everybody else is kind of quizzical or worried, and Giza's like, it's fine. <laughs> Chris, can I ask you a question out of character? Yeah. Would interrupt what's going on with Isabel if I co-locate? Uh... It could be an ambiguous yes or no. I think you're likely as as likely to put yourself in danger as you are to help her. Okay, cool. Is that a fair way to answer it? Yes, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, then there's another oh. approach he was going to take to investigate, which I think will be more interesting for the story. Mm-hmm. But of course, his immediate, like, blunt um, thinking is, I, I don't know what's going on with her. Why don't I just get her right here and then we ask right. her. Right. So, thank you for responding the way you did. Yeah, no worries. I'm curious how co-locate would work with a moving object. Um, it would. Um, it, it, the subject would would have would be in two places. Um, it's, That'd be weird. Oh, it's it's one of the. It, I mean, hi, I'm the space guy. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. definitely one of those ones that I've definitely thought about. What happens when and, and throwing in multiple subjects? Well, it's especially because she's been falling for a while. So if you go to yeah. grab her, she's gonna bring you with her. It's it's why, it's why you don't co-locate when you're falling off a cliff, right? Because you still have stop. the momentum. Of momentum portals, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get back on the top. Bring in, bring in your forces, Arcana, on there, and have that yeah. not immediate stop, but the control. Yeah, you do yeah. something else. Could you not orient the? Oh yeah, and that yeah. co-locating just putting two places in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with. With space four, I mean, there are other things you can do. Oh, yeah, that can sure. help with that. But, but yeah, just That's thank you. Fun. Cool. It's a fun, all sorts of ways to splat yourself. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How does your character uh, die today? So let's see. Um, Drew, mm-hmm. the first of the spells that um, I talked about, that we talked about, mm-hmm. right? I think this is now the moment mm-hmm. when Legba wants to cast it. Yeah, I and I think it'd be appropriate as, especially as Jules walks out, Mm-hmm. And like the rain and stuff is sliding past him, but you can see he's still like moving past the rain and moving against it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to what Legba has in mind. Uh, yes. And yeah, uh, just to kind of set the stage while you can go ahead and write it up uh, or anything like that. But yeah, right. Jules is kind of moving out. Um, and several times kind of covers his eyes a couple times before realizing that he can actually bring his hand down as the water is just sliding over his face, but without actually hitting his eyes. Uh, Definitely, you know, kind of flinching a little bit, but and starts to move forward out. And then for any of you who are remaining behind, see him disappear basically behind the, the curtain of rain. In a normal sort of way, right? Yeah, not a sudden snap of yeah. disappearance, but yeah, just fading a little bit with distance. All right, so um, after Jules leaves, you all see Cloak. Um, I guess we've all been, I don't know, I don't know shadow names, but um, Cloak sits more solidly in the, in Legba, in a, a moment of conscious engagement with his persona. 
Uh, and then you all hear him recite in high speech, as he has been doing pretty consistently for the past week. Every time he's cast a spell, he's been doing this. So he takes the time and does it, and casts to walk between. A little bit overreach, reduced down to chance die. Yeah. Click. Oh! You actually have to roll that stack of wisdom. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Nine gets zero? No. No. All right. A little bit of the the bashing damage, but that'll be gone in 15 minutes. Take a resistant bashing. Let me mark that down and then roll the dice. I can't remember who it was in Discord, but thank you for kicking me in the butt and saying, hey, is there a way to, so it all adds up together? There should be. And there is. (laughs) And that is updated, by the way, on Patreon, which is available to everybody. There's a pinned, I think it's the only pinned post that we have, which is the Roll20 macros that we use. So if you're curious, I'm kind of there. Four successes. And not all mage-specific. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, the actual like for any chronicles player, basically. Uh, yeah. What's the what's the imago? What's this spell look like? Both for the the imago, but then for everybody watching. So, uh, Legba thinks of things slightly differently than Cloak does. Cloak thinks of things entirely in terms of chains and shackling, and prisoning, right? And Legba thinks of um, crossroads opening ways right he thinks of liminality and up until this point in uh cloaks and legba's joint growth as uh and as mages is leaned more on cloaks thoughts and his perception of how space and mind works and so the conversation in about nightmares and the the journey itself at this point is causing the balance to shift more towards legba's perspective so the Imago is um, a perception of the spaces between raindrops and that you always go over a threshold in order to get from one place to another. So there is a crossroads. There is a threshold between the two raindrops because there's a space between. You can navigate that space because they're two separate raindrops. There would be no space if they were the same raindrop. And so because of that, it doesn't matter how big the base is. You can proceed through it. I love it. And visually, as Legba yes. walks out into the rain. He walks through the raindrops. As With- he encounters them, his space, the space he occupies, dynamically shifts such that he is constantly between all of the raindrops that are falling around him. And like it turns into Super Gumby, sort of like a Play-Doh sort of boy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Maybe like um. Uh, let's see. Probably would it manifest as the raindrops take different paths? Uh, no, because oh, he's, he's casting it on himself. himself. Yeah. He's casting it on himself. Yeah, it is that he is now physically in between where the raindrops are falling. Yeah. So like some his height will change. Right. The dimensions of his body will change. Accommodate. But to be constrained around the total amount of space that he takes up, which yeah, is volu- influenced keep, by the keeps the same volume. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He becomes a cat. In other words, mm-hmm. yeah. And so the the thing that's probably most eerie is that it's happening nearly instantaneously, whereas right. Gumby it seems kind of flexible, 
right? Yeah, and you're just like sort of quick slithering. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Do you not like? That's not good. (laughs) Yeah, it's the kind of like really unsettling magic that he's not thinking about how everybody else would perceive it. Yeah, he just got his eyes forward and just like, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah. And when Gisela sees that, it's just going to be kind of like a... Uh, well, okay, okay. I mean, look healthy. That that tracks. He's fine. I don't like it. <laughs> Mage in a nutshell. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's okay, but I mean, he's did fine, you have but, to do that? Yeah. <laughs> Could just take the lodestone. There's all kinds of ways to get around right. the storm. <laughs> um, that said, I do need to ask you to make yeah. a active hubris roll. Yeah, makes sense to me. She could have just gotten wet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or yep. used lodestone. Um... Mm-hmm. There's lots of things he could have done. Yeah, but of course. Um, so uh, the issue I have here is that um, this is uh, going against his vice. Mm-hmm. And um, it is playing into his obsessions but in a way that is specifically directed towards him increasing in wisdom. Mm-hmm. Because his obsessions up until this point have limited his ability to do that because he's been focused on his perception of space based on a singular perspective. So I'm not arguing for one particular dice pool. I'm just mentioning that mm-hmm. when I was thinking about this ahead of time, like I knew it could potentially trigger this because this is a gross use of magic that's avoidable. Or his motivations are different than they would be otherwise. Right. So, no, I'm, I think this I'm is this is very much the flat five. Because uh, what was your vice? Because you uh, you said you were moving away from your vice. So yes, hesitant. So, oh yeah, yeah. So I, I think hesitating this... about experimenting the stag and all that stuff. And he's like, all right, you just have to jump in. Right. So no, I think this is a, this is a straight five. Okay. Cool. Let's see what happens. Ooh. No problem. Take a beat. Cool. Alrighty, awesome. Where as Ligba is stepping into this, it's like, no, this is the thing I needed. This is what I needed to do. This is how I need to see space and, and experiment and try things. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um so as those two, uh Jules and Legba, step out into the water and the rain to uh look for uh uh Isabel um uh for Pet and Petrogor. Mm, no, that's still Isabel. Gisela and uh, Theodosia and Rilla. What are you doing? Are you guys kind of keeping the, the home fires warm or? Um... I want to step out into the storm, but not to look for Isabel, but to look at the storm. Cool. Um, And I didn't take the lodestone, but whatever. One we can get wet. Us. It's fine. One of us. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, I want, I had it set as my aspiration, like, to try to get a better understanding of forces because this isn't my thing. Mm-hmm. But here it is, and I want to. Right. If, if you've got the opportunity. Right. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Um, I'm not we worried about you. The forces is to be in the middle of a lightning strike. Yeah. Uh, sorry, she's got fate. She's. It's look just at not the, going to happen. Look at the storm with fate. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's yeah, cool. I was going to basically use like the mage sites I have at my disposal and try to observe this through those. Sure. And uh, also to try to see if I could get, again, a picture of the one that sent it or made it. Sure. Okay. Um, 
Uh, this is going to be um, actually. I think I think it may Possibly. surprise um, Giza. Uh, this is a uh, uh, <clears throat> opacity four. Ooh. For fate. Uh, for anything. For anything. Okay. Damn. Uh, so yeah, roll your fate uh, again. Doesn't affect your dice roll. That's just what we're looking at in terms of capacity. Before you roll, because I got to be better about this. Are you spending any mana on this particular investigation? This particular roll. Um, it being uh, a higher I'll... opacity does mean it's you're you're not going to get another chance at this. So you, whatever you can get out of it now, um, unless you go following this storm, uh, this is all you're going to get. Yeah, I'll get three. I mean, I've only spent two, so. Mm-hmm. So three additional successes, if we get any at all. And willpower. Okay. So to do all of it would be four, three, that's... Or I get seven. So, not so down four, to three, it's at two, but... Two levels. Yeah, yeah two levels. Hell yeah. Yeah. Big clearing. Um, and because there's stuff going on there, we're going to pin that there. Um, what about Theo? Um, just kind of look at Rilla. Isn't this kind of good thing too? Um, if you look over to Rilla, you see she has. Well, she has not stepped out into the storm the way. Yes, thank you, Chris. Uh, while she has not stepped out into the storm to observe it uh, from the inside. Uh, yeah, the mage side is on, and, eyes on. and uh, you can see she's. Um, I, I believe the the term is auto writing. Um, oh, where her boy, hands yeah. seem to oh, just yeah. be sketching and noting stuff. Uh, if you happen to look at the pad, it doesn't look like writing, writing, uh, mm-hmm. but more of kind of this uh, almost diagram, uh, not at all mm-hmm. like supernal runes or anything like that. Okay. Just, you know, some shapes and lines uh, that do not appear to be a language, and she's just mm-hmm. sketching away. Um that's very cool it's little bits like this that I really like oh yeah I'm I'm having fun playing Rilla (laughs) she's not a Mastigas I have Um, to figure new shit out (laughs) (laughs) go ahead Greg I think when people come back they're probably going to be cold Mm -hmm. so we should uh, build up the fire a little bit and maybe get some hot food okay and so Theo is like well, kids are going to play on the storm. All right, I'm going to go make food and, and you know, make the place cozy and homey. And um, I'm, I'm going to grab hold of the, the narrative slightly there and, and, like, add some additional well, fires near the front to, like, this is where we are, guys, kind of thing. Keep in mind, as you're doing that, that I'm still rapping, right? Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I imagine they're going to come back to a shape-changed uh, cavern. Well, you know, it'd be good. Let's just put, let's just do bunk beds just right into the wall here. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, so we go back to the, um, <clears throat> the tumbling sky body of Isabel. The body that used to be Isabel. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. Um, and uh, Isabel, uh, I imagine somewhere in the darkness of your mind being clouded and unconscious, um, you get that tingle of the telepathy that's reaching out to you and just not a, not a trapped sensation, just a nope, 
can't be bothered. That doesn't seem important right now. Yeah, world is pain. Um, and eventually, um, you start the, the the darkness of unconscious starts to you get the light through your uh, through your eyelids, kind of stuff, and it is it is bright on the other side of your eyes. Um, and as they kind of flicker open, you find yourself. Um, how to describe this? Um, you're inverted over a MIG. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who get it. Uh, yeah, you are. Feet you don't mean the are, plane. Huh? Yes, the plane. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, joking. I'm just making the Top Gun reference. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Though that would be a hell of a twist. Right? What? The and hell? so there's Welcome a to big, the 1980s. Right. That's a big anachronism. I mean, revolvers. That's wonderful. <laughs> Um, and yeah, your feet are up trying to travel farther into the air of which you are no longer in the storm. Uh, but as your eyes kind of blink, you can see bright sunlight. Um, and the, well, from your angle looking up, but with gravity looking down, you can see, um, well, there's a hand that has grasped hold of your, the front of your dress (laughs) Um, and is, you know, kind of bent at an angle, very like holding you. Um, and you can see the top of, and I, this is, I love it just because of today and you playing Final Fantasy, a large black hat. Yeah. Complete with point. Um, (laughs) and a goddamn broom. (laughs) Um, said woman on a broom, but from your angle, you basically have arm, hat, another arm grabbing hold of the front of said uh, broom. And then from your angle and perspective, miles of fluffy white cloud. Oh my God, a witch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was rude uh, and I'm not going to try and do it, but it is classy British. Well, I don't know how much language has changed, but it is very much a London accent. Um, well, like a posh London? Yes, very, very posh. Um, if if you were dressed otherwise, you would definitely be Mary Poppins, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if you would be so kind as to turn yourself around. Down, darling. Oh, all right. You got me? I do. Okay. Shall I go to the spell? Right. And your weight reverses, and now you are kind of clutched up a little bit. Sure. Uh, but she's got you. <laughs> like, and her arm doesn't move. Your, your whole body just kind of swings around, dingling down, and she kind of brings you down a little bit more eye level, kind of looking into your eyes. And uh, she's mm, late 40s, um, hair black. Uh, hang on. Don't do it off memory, Drew. You have notes. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, she 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 looks like she sounds. She's you know very clearly Caucasian, London stock. Um, black hair done up in a tight bun underneath. I the, see uh, any of that <laughs> underneath the hat? Oh uh, well, because at this point she's brought you down a little bit, so you're more eye level. Um, but I didn't know if the, the hat covered all of her hair. Or anything. Oh, that's true. I guess you might not be able to see the hair. Um, but uh, and she has like. Um, 
disappointed aunt look. Uh, she's not going to tell your mother, um, but she's like, are you are you kidding me right now? Um, and she looks and, you know, uh, I, I almost went straight into uh, Tracer from Overwatch, but we're going to go with it. You know, cheers, love. Um, I'm Abigail Crow. How are you? Um, and you can feel wind moving past you as she brings you down on held up with the broom towards the surface of the clouds. I could just feel the E of that crow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's three of them. <laughs> uh, good morning. I think we're getting into afternoon, but oh, hello. All right. What did I miss? Well, you initiated, darling. Congratulations. The what? <laughs> you initiated. You, you made it. I'd clap, but you know. I driving. appreciate you don't. You're not clapping. Um after I've let go of my, my spell. Are you you're aw awakened? She's <laughs> broom over his arm. Uh, she it's she smiles that. and nods at yeah. you and she says, what did that lightning bolt do to you? Uh, at this point, she has like reached the top of the clouds, which is kind of disconcerting because it's mostly misty, right? But then yeah, we don't need to go back down there. It's uh, oh, no. a little rough. Charlotte and like feet extend down, step onto the clouds. The broom comes out from under her and she sets you down. Careful. Okay, find, now find, that's find. a cool spell. You got to teach me how you just did that. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you have any idea where you are? Mexico? <laughs> And like it is one hundred percent the God give me patience uh, expression. She goes, um, maybe down there, up here though. The atmosphere. Where is your mentor? Never had much use of one. Amanomicon. I don't deal with demons. I'm a, I'm a theorist. Drumming her feet, fingers along the like the the broom handle. Okay, I'm just going to go along with. And she kind of looks you over, and you have you know the the eyes focusing in, and she's you uh, hear hole and kind of reaches over and lightly taps. Uh, that's I mean hole yeah I'm alive uh, which actually go ahead and reduce your um, bashing down by four cool uh, to give you an idea <laughs> I just have three lethal it's fine yeah it's an hour uh, oh, that's true just... yeah you do have some lethal too i, I hadn't yeah. thought about that overlap yeah um and uh okay 
Well, um, so you weren't confidently stick out her hand and and takes it. And it's, you know, a very like, you know, ladies, you know, kind of, uh, you know, greeting. And notably, you, you see now the dress is. It's not elegant, but it's classy, Uh, but it is a black witch's dress. Um, 100 percent. This is this is someone similar to Legba who has a shadow name and embraces that shit. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, And she kind of she looks at you and says, your name, is that your shadow name or? Yes. Okay. And and yours? Petricor. And then continues talking right. to the rest of it. Hmm. I'm going to say a word. You tell me the first thing you think of. Okay? Okay. Tempestari. I'm Catholic. The Tempest. Shakespeare? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and she just starts walking. <laughs> and, like, there's, there's a come him, you know, come hither finger over her shoulder <laughs> as she's walking through, you know, the clouds. And, uh, and Isabel's like, am I going to need these? Oh, Lord, no. Okay. So, like, checks to make sure. <laughs> right. The Everything's bullets are there. all here. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I imagine she went out without, like, a bag or... No. Yeah, yeah she just went out to enjoy the storm. <laughs> uh, and had no idea. She's got, like, a little, like... She's essentially, like, in, not invented, because I'm sure these things existed, but, like, a, a bag on, like, the back of her waist mm-hmm. that she can fit guns and, like, extra ammunition and stuff into, yeah. where she can reach behind herself real quick, where it doesn't, like, mess up her whole image of her, her outfit and everything like that, right. but it's... Except like for when she reverse, wants to put like the gun belt on. on. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she walks and you can look and see as she looks down and she's talking to something. Um, just kind of out. You can't quite tell because the... Oh, uh, you turning on uh, yeah, Mage Sight and stuff like that. I think um, at, at this point, Isabel's like trying to get her bearings enough. Right. Right. Where she's like, okay, wizard things. Right. Eyes. Go. Um, you see just kind of moving about um, a lot of the moats in like rank one spirits you would expect. There's some wind, there's some cold uh, rain. You can sense that somewhere down there beneath your kind of spongy feet. uh, Well, your feet are normal. The ground is spongy um, is something big. Um, Mm. You had that. That's what I was trying to meet. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you have this kind of gravity sensation, uh, actually similar to uh, when you went uh, crossover into the shadow. Mm. Yeah, that kind of oomph to it. Right. Uh, um, but looking at what she's talking to, oh, nope, not a spirit. Little black cat moving through the mists around her feet. Oh, yeah. No. What? If she's going to do a witch, she's she's full, full on. Um, but yeah, she, you know, her, her pace is a little bit slow expecting you to, you know, catch up. (sighs) I I don't mean this as a impertinence, but, um, got a very specific presentation you're going for, huh? I do. And you immediately know what I'm about, don't you? Yeah. That is the goal. Uh, 
As long as you're not putting little kids in the oven, I think we'll be fine. Wrong kind of witch. Those are the, you know... Do you see any warts? That's fair. But you. you might have life magic. I don't know. Trying to think how she would respond to that. <laughs> she nods and she's like, uh, that is very likely, yes. Um, and uh, as, as she's walking with you, um, the, the surface that you're walking across, besides the kind of misty vibe that you've got, has a bit of almost like hills. Um, mm. And you can see, you know, there's parts of clouds that you kind of walk over. Um, and there is a sensation on some of them that instead of being kind of the squishy that you've been walking on, it feels more solid. Uh, like there's uh, something. Tempest the camel had five humps. Uh, <laughs> um, and, but she, uh, she keeps up a conversation, kind of asks some, some, the basic who are you? Where are you from? And, you know, gets the idea that you have no idea what you've done or where you are. No. Uh, and she's like, okay. Well, I'm going to give you an opportunity then, Petricor. All right. Um, Appreciated. Better than, you know, getting blasted out of the sky and falling to my death. Um, actually, that does remind me. Um, don't stray too far from me. Um, otherwise, uh, the fall will will start again. Uh, sure. <clears throat> but uh, I am a member of the Tempestari, which you don't recognize, and I'm only slightly annoyed at that. I'm going to suspect that you are just... Um... And she kind of gives you a look up and down. Novice to all of this and I think it probably has as much to do with the fact of I have a bit of an independent streak as it does to my novice status ah that brings me to a question that among the Tempest Star we don't quite discuss so mm. I'm going to ask this of somebody who's not of the Tempest Star and then I won't feel bad um, uh, you are completely unaffiliated with anyone besides your uh, well actually do you mention that you're part of a, a coven or a cabal okay I've mentioned it yet okay uh no okay so neither a diamond or pyramid didn't like the look of either of them Okay. It is an understood truth that there are some of us who are affiliated one way or another or others. We do not ask. We do not tell. We do not bring it up while here. This is the Tempest. This is where we meet, discuss, train, um, and share information when appropriate. Um, and... Okay. Because of and that, and I ended up here. Uh, well, I—that is still a mystery that uh, we are going to ask of um, more advanced members. Because while I am of, uh, actually, I'm going to ask Chris: Do they have a ranking system 
Uh, I mean, yeah, they. I mean, not. A, I don't think it's like a, uh, like hierarchical, but mm -hmm. like uh, a recognition of your efforts. Right. I, I'm, I'm, you know, belt colors or ranks yeah, at no. dawn. Just, <laughs> just, I mean, just you know, first rank, second rank. That. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so I'm grand, I, grand master, grand mistress, whatever. Right. At, the, at five dots or whatever. Uh, but no, I'm, you know, I'm of the third rank. So I've, I've been here a bit, but there are definitely some mysteries that are beyond me. Um, how many are there? Oh, uh, there are five. There are... Oh, well, that sounds good. Three, three out of five. It's not bad. <laughs> and she's like, okay, this is actually a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it is, um, it, it's not my life's work, but it means a lot to... You've heard of a legacy? Yeah. Shocking one's soul? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love this. She's like, yeah, sure. That sounds cool. Um, and she... Are you telling me I did this? I'm saying you can. There is well, always I'm... a bit of... Right. Um, intentionality. I'm making sure. up words um, to it, but how yes. I, that's how all this works. Yeah. English. Uh, yes. She, um, you, you have effectively, um, and she kind of looks over you and cause you still have the old scar from before with, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Big old lightning Alpha. dragon. Alpha. Yes. Uh, so you have that scar, which probably isn't, easily seen uh, but then also this and, and she says you you have passed the trial um, and the willingness to put yourself in the hands of the storm um, and come out alive and well, I don't know if you're different now or not but you seem well enough I was pretty different before <laughs> yes <laughs> uh um, and she she is riding between exasperation and like oh she's so new I want to pinch her cheeks <laughs> with you. No, I, I'm very I'm very uh, interested. Uh, I mean, this has been uh, since the uh, I came to understand even a fraction of what was happening to me, what I had achieved. Then this this is something that has drawn me. The interaction of the natural world. There's another pause of walking and leaning. Are you friends with an acanthus? A fate worker? I, I know one, yes. They've been casting spells on you to nudge you in places or anything? Not that I know of. You may want to talk with them. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but she, uh, she, you know, continues walking forward and brings you to what feels like more or less the center of the big expanse that you have seen. Um, in the center of it, you can see where the clouds dip down, not into like a bowl, but more of a pool um, and just kind of curl down and disappear. Uh, as you get closer, you can see down into the dark heart of the storm. Um, it definitely looks like this would be the place where stuff happens for the Tempestari. You can see vague structures made of cloud 
Um, but none of them are very distinct. Um, but of note, there are two other people. Uh, for the most part, everything else has been pretty devoid. But you see two people um, talking with each other. Um, one is a uh, older man, uh, well into like 70, 80, um, heavy on the wrinkles, deep tan uh, in the skin, uh, been around a while and appears to be wearing, uh, honestly, clothing pretty close and similar to yours as opposed to the almost costume of Abigail. Um, he does have a couple bits of blue paint on his face and on, you can see some on his arms and hands. Uh, blue paint or tattoos, you're not quite sure. Um, and then um, the other who is a uh, woman uh, who's on the shorter side um, and where this guy looks suntan, her skin's a little bit darker. Um, her black hair you can definitely see because it's in a large like ponytail um, held together in several different bands um, that are decorated and uh, her clothing looks I guess from Isabel's past experience would recognize some of the more uh, indigenous Mexican and um, uh, to to give you an idea um, Mayan descent kind of Mm. attire Um, and they're, they're both in kind of animated discussion, um, and the volume and the pitch to the discussion as you arrive is two people who really, really enjoy arguing with each other. Uh Um, and, uh, yeah, they're kind of going back and forth. Um, and as Abigail gets a little closer, kind of pauses, kind of tugs on your shirt to like stop you and says, that is Azarin. He is a druid, but one of us. Um, and that is, and I'm going to butcher it, uh, Mishkotl. Um, and she's also one of us and is, um, oh, there's a couple different terms for her. Uh, in, in English, she is a shaman. Um, but um, they are, well, Two of our elders, um, and at this point, while I would be happy to take you on, um, it will be their decisions whether to accept your initiation or... That's where we're going to go on our break. (laughs) No, let's see. That seems fair i do feel a bit like i'm intruding uh <laughs> i didn't have chat open at all so i missed all that uh so uh yes uh good little pause point um and we'll get back to what everybody else has been <laughs> running around doing uh and we'll get back to and don't let me forget ashes rather impressive uh scrutiny uh but as you can see yeah there's there's some shit going on with this storm um so uh yeah this is this is very good um and uh yeah uh youtube guys link and you miss it we'll be right back uh twitch guys touch grass get up move walk get water drink something uh we'll be back in a minute so uh we have the introduction to the elders and then we jump back down under the clouds uh, where it is still heavy duty torrential raining. 
um, uh, and pick up actually with uh, Ash's discovery um, or investigation rather. Um, hard to discover the giant storm when it's just right there. Um, but as hey guys, for the... I just noticed, did you did you see the I mean the thing in the sky? Yeah, uh, that's for a second there. I thought something was actually going on outside. What? Uh, There we are. Uh, So some of the surface information, um, notably, yes, the storm is uh, a result of awakened magic. The arrival of the storm is also awakened magic. Uh, which I think is the immediate like red flag of excuse me what <laughs> um, two two things are going on here. Uh, so one spell to make the storm, one spell to make it be sure. here here now. Mm-hmm. Which is like one is a big forces spell. The other is like is a very subtle weaving of fate that, especially dis you know, um, scrutinizing with fate kind of stands out and definitely goes oh. That's a thing. Um, if so, what are kind of are involved um, uh, forces, uh, spirit, and fate, and do, 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 and prime. Um, uh, I'm not going over the signature Nimbus because it's straight up just not relevant. Uh, how old is the mystery? This is the fun one. The storm centuries. It being being here. Um, Basically, back to because I, I think we're now a little over a week uh, when you guys left Purgatory Bluff. That's how long that spell has been in effect. Uh, optionally, what practice created the mystery? No. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it is definitely for for Gisela. Like, hang on. <laughs> There, there's more to this storm than oh, it's a big, big damn storm. So, I'm assuming that it's like the whatever spell the journal is weaving is some sort of a fate thing, and that it was able to pull this thing here at this time. It's a decent supposition. Uh, Thank you. Hypothesis. Yeah, and I think there's probably a level of frustration for Gisela in the fact of like, ooh, there's some stuff here, but... But can't quite get it. Right. And won't, like, unless we go chase this thing down in a week to try and figure it out. Um, For... Oh, actually, yeah, for uh, Cloak, Legba, and Jules, are you shadowing Jules, keeping up with him, or... Has this become, especially after you've started to move between the raindrops, has that been more of the exercise itself is this movement and understanding of space kind of distracting you? Um, he's going to, so uh, what he does is he moves into the raindrops and uh, I understand that the act of hubris is representing what he did in the whole scene. But mm-hmm. if, if I can derive a little narrative significance to it happening initially, uh when he engages the choice and it seems right to him and consistent with what he needs to do to understand, to grow in understanding, that's when he goes off in a different direction and decides, I need to play in this. This is a liminal space. This is a liminal experience. And I am in that status. 
So he's going to start going through the other spells that he wants to experiment on. But before he does that, as he walks in, Jules disappears. He tries to um, initiate telepathic contact with him so he doesn't lose track of him. Okay, yeah. Um, and yeah, Jules, you know, you know, picks up the phone uh, just to keep with that, you know, vibe. And, you know, kind of like, but did you find her? No. Okay. Well, I'll keep... <laughs> and now I'm going to do some exploration. <laughs> right, now I'm going to go do other stuff, but... Uh, and I'm sure it's one of those, like, Legba's not going to ignore uh, Petrichor if he finds her, but yeah. Uh, and it's it's a big area it's to search. Obsessed. Yeah, so uh, he says, let me know if you find her. Soon I, I will look for her through other means. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll keep looking. Um, I think he just, you know, kind of trails off and says... And think of how he would how he would phrase this. Um, yeah, I think this is the least I can do is to be out here in the storm when she is too, um, looking for her. Y'all gonna hate it when I kill him. No, <laughs> just gotta buy true friend before then. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, it's, it's only one XP. Where is it? It's three. Two. Yeah, it's a little bit more. But that's when Chris betrays you all and gives me permission to kill him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks to you. Uh, if we buy true friends. <laughs> yeah, we all have to buy it's, true friends. It's, it's when, it's when our it's when friends our in martial art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so gives up true friend. Oh, Sneaks no. two Maradons, <laughs> like oh, <no>. Songbird. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> new Merit Absolute Bean. <laughs> The truest friend. <laughs> Thank you, chat. Um, also, DMs, if you ever want to cause stress for your party. <laughs> Anyways, because uh, I don't have to kill it. We can have a whole Red Hood situation. Um, right. Anyways. Into a ghost, make more familiar. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to go through. Yeah, so Leg was doing that. Um, and because I don't, I don't feel it necessary to roll uh, for them. Uh, do you want to describe cool. yeah. like probably the next one down in Legba's list of experimenting and trying things? Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll go through as many as you like in explicit detail for the sake of um, the rest of the members of the group and then um, the, yeah. the audience. But we don't have to go through them in any particular detail. Yeah, I'm just thinking features. within like there's going to be some time where he's studying and moving through raindrops and then goes, okay, I've kind of got this. Let me try the next thing on the list. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, uh, the next thing he does is, did I not paste my list? All right, great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he then decides that he needs to explore depth in a space, right? If he can fit into a narrow space between raindrops, maybe he can make a small space contain what would ordinarily be contained in a large space. And so he finds a puddle. He walks until he finds a puddle and then uh, tries to increase its depth such that that puddle can contain, I don't know, 100 gallons of water, the equivalent, and drops a rock inside and sees if he can see it. Yeah, <laughs> and because uh, in my head, I imagine Very, like Wiley Coyote kind of thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. A puddle uh, of holding. One hundred percent. Yes, puddle of holding. Uh, because it's it. You know, in my head. This you know, casting the spell and watching, and 
the rain that was kind of hitting on you know the surface and now it's kind of seeming to drain deeper and deeper and the water keeps pouring Whoa. in and it just keeps going down not quite to the point of like oh it's become a little bit of a whirlpool but it just seems to yeah. just take in a little bit more water a little bit more water the rock gets dropped and splunk and just sinks out of sight it's like hang on <laughs> where did it go okay cool fantastic like um, and then i can describe the third now or you can wait till later uh, yeah i figure uh because we'll we'll, we'll use it as handy little vignettes to break out the isabel awesome. shenanigans <laughs> cool we're good there um uh and oh theodosia and you do have a a little bit because you you posted it in discord and i think we're just going to leave it there until the end um but yeah rilla kind of comes out from her inspection similar to how uh gizela had and you know has garnered some some understanding and kind of turns around and then is startled and is kind of looking around and looks at you, Baba Sarah. And I'm just sort of putting the finishing touches on a uh, dining room table. Right, <laughs> Baba Sarah. I, I don't think this is entirely appropriate. Well, we're going to be here for a bit. Be comfortable. We're going to be here for. <laughs> Until the storm passes. That can't be more than, than a day. Like I said, we're going to be here for a while. Might as well be coming. <laughs> I just explained myself. Which really right. right. <laughs> Rilla just kind of looks about. And answered. <laughs> she kind of just sits down at the, the new dining room table and a chair uh, sets her notebook down and just kind of watches you and you watch as the, that same similar um, you know mage site that she had been inspecting the storm and now and I imagine you don't feel it the way peripheral mage site quite feels um, actually no it is a supernatural ability yeah you do feel mage site go off but it's not a spell right as you start getting scrutinized um and you kind of feel the tingle of rilla moving mana like through your pattern and trying to figure out what's going on with theo right now uh it doesn't seem intrusive just inquisitive you know um at the end of the composure five just we just say you know it's usually polite to ask and she kind of, you know, jolts back. What she was doing. Right. She kind of jolts back and goes, ah, yeah, I remember about a year ago, there was a, um, <clears throat> you seem to be going through something right now, and I'm not engaging in a conversation about its worthwhileness or anything like that. I just, do you mind if I inspect you while you go through this? Sure. Seems fair. I have inspected you in some of crazy times. Thank you. Uh, and yeah. Boom. Yep. Uh, so we cut back to atop the clouds, technically about 30 minutes from now. Uh, and, uh, ooh, no, the 
Cloud is capable of time dilation. No, I'm not messing with that. Uh, yeah. Chris, Chris is yeah. veto. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yes, so we cut to um, uh, Mishkotal and Azarin, uh, who, as uh, Abigail kind of brings you forward and, you know, kind of does the uh, ahem uh, kind of move, and they both kind of whirl and, like, again, loud arguing but they're both like you know some grins and and smile to their face and both of them like narrow eyes down on you and uh and <clears throat> as in the gentleman uh in english but you know a real kilt uh accent uh oh. yeah and uh looks you up and down and says, I don't know you. No. <laughs> kind of looks over at uh, uh, Mishkotal and who's looking at him and shaking her head and she says, I don't know her either. New? You can see like Abigail has like walked forward, interrupted them and then like taken this <laughs> step back <laughs> you're like oh, yeah. yeah. accidental newbie right <laughs> like that I see and uh yeah Abigail does be, uh um I found her way up there unconscious and they both kind of look you up and down um and you definitely get the life sight like looking you over and see, hmm, yes, smell the ozone on you still. Actually, I guess some of your clothes may be burned. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, actually, if anyone wants to draw fan art, I was picturing that the lightning strike basically hit the same place twice. Oh, Ooh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, like, the whole front of her dress is, like, blown away. And so she's just, like, kind of casually there, you know, titty out weather witch, like, <laughs> uh, with, like, Probably some, uh, some, like, residual, like, mana coursing through the scars and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the two of them both basically saying they're not, you know, one of theirs. And with Abigail's explanation, I, you know, kind of look. And it's 100% school kids about to like dibs on the soccer ball like the good one at recess mm. um and but Azrin kind of pardon my intrusion um i was trying to investigate the storm and did not well i see that there was a lot more to investigate than i uh imagined with this particular storm and uh as Miss Crow has stated, uh, she rescued me from a rather interesting death, probably. <laughs> the both of them like grin and go, oh, shit, no, she's one of ours. Uh, um, and they, they nod and Ezrin kind of makes a motion to uh, please. And Mishkotal just straight up cuts him off and says, sit, dear, and like, you feel a shift, but yeah, there is a. It's an armchair. 
like plush armchair made of cloud and she kind of motions for you and Azarin kind of like you know and without because I'm I'm not going to continue doing this but they're constantly cutting back and right. forth and you know um and you know uh Mishikoto kind of steps forward and kind of looks you up and down um and says so you didn't know what storm this was and yet flew into it recklessly? I have become part of the court of thunder around my home, and I thought this an opportunity to discover uh, members of perhaps a different court. A, a good endeavor and you have no way to defend yourself from lightning mm. better lucky than good sometimes I know mm. that's not a particularly uh, primal take on it but it's uh, how the rest of my life has gone And there's a there's a like half heard conversation between the two of them, which comes down to I mean technically she did well yeah, but she doesn't have a mentor. Uh, kind of back and forth, and they kind of look and say, "All right, we can't have you wandering about up here without knowing what you're doing, and you have the right spirit to join us." If you wish, if the storm is your home, and if you wish to be both uh, rain giver and thunder wielder, hmm, how does that go in English? Um, death, destruction, life, birth. The Tempestari are both. No, that sounds about right. And then gestures again to <laughs> guns. And right. Like... Um, and, you know, Mishkotal kind of steps forward and goes, oh, yes, no, um, I, I believe uh, I believe she, she she can come with me. I will take care of her. And Astrid is like, whoa, hang on. No, 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 no. You have no claim. Why do I interrupt? Uh, sure. While I am fascinated with the concept of this order, I'd like to know more of what do before I commit body and soul. You are the conduit between your people and the storm bring them rain for their crops punish their misdeeds with lightning uh, and guide the 
unruly spirits that live among your people. Uh, there are those that should be cultivated and grown and fed rain, and then there are those that need a lightning bolt up the ass. It's surprisingly effective. I can imagine. Uh, chest was bad enough. Hmm. Yes. Um, do you need help with that? Uh, no, I'll take care of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at, you, like Mishkotal is like leaning into like, yep, nope, self-sufficient woman doesn't need anybody. She's like, yeah, this is this is my kind of person. And you can see Azrim is like trying to get his, you know, get in the way and says, OK, well, listen, if if you want to. I, I think Azrim just straight up says, if your intention is to care for people, then the Tempestari are right. Uh, Mishkoto says, protect and guide people. There is like a responsibility. She's like, oh, yeah, hey, I do, you know. Already oh, yeah, the badge, that. that's true. Yeah. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, you are now next to the center and pit, which um, looking down, you have the white fluffy clouds up here, turn to gray, turn to dark, and down in there, especially because I imagine putting the side on kind of reflexively, right, is this... It is It is not a lightning spirit like Alpha. This is raw mm. storm, uh, roiling black mass of just un unrelenting energy uh it's more than the lightning it's the 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 motion it's the uh it's the rain it's the life giving aspect as well as the destruction um and it is a big honking spirit that's just kind of cruising in the middle Tempest? The. Ah, original. Important. And actually, but with that conversation, um, Ezrin actually brings up and goes, why? Kind of looking over your attire and says, what are we over right now? Uh... Mexico? Mich Texas? Yeah, uh, uh, Mishkoto kind of shoves Azarin's arm. See, she is mine. Wait, Mexico? No. Texas. N no. No? We shouldn't be. Azarin kind of looks back and goes, in Texas in Greece? Mediterranean. Egypt? In the New World. I thought huh. you were driving. <laughs> right, 100%. <laughs> um, and they kind of look at each other and like, you are dismissed clearly for a second as they just, like there's some looks and some head tilts and it's, it's 100% that 
these people have known each other for so long, they're communicating without having to say anything. And you can see them both ticking off a list of like possibilities, shaking their heads and then coming back to you and going. About this time, Isabel realizes she has a card to play. Mm-hmm. And that goes right close to the chest. All right. Because every time so far that she's interacted with other mages, she right. hasn't had any cards to play. Yeah. And so the the two of them look and come back to you. And um, it's a little bit more aggressive. They go, what did you do before coming up into this storm? Actually, I don't think they say, what did you do? What spell did you cast to call this storm? Didn't. And like Mishkotal has the like. Not, that's wrong. That, that's fair, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she has the like about to get the chonkla uh, expression. <laughs> She's like, if I go down there and start looking, you will, will I find... Not find my nimbus on anything related to the storm? And like she, she's kind of leaned in and like it's very much appraising trying to spot the lie in your eyes kind of thing. I mean, good luck. Right. And even if I was lying, good luck. Yeah, also true. Uh, do you stone face her or do you like put like, no, I'm sincere. Oh, no, kind of there's thing. a there's a, a sincere, but like. She's like, go ahead, ask more questions. Sure. This is fun. That's <laughs> true. And it's like, man, now I get what the Diamond Order did it. <laughs> yeah, no. This um, is fun. Hmm. Okay. Well, and Azurim like steps in and says, okay, well, in that case, <clears throat> uh, come with me and we can begin uh, your training and uh, complete your initiation and you can be, you can take the first steps into becoming a Tempestari. Like Abigail, um, we'll return back down to the Earth. Um, <clears throat> we'll return back down to the Earth and find what brought the Tempest to Texas together. Mishkotal is looking at him because he's he's definitely going for a like let's investigate learning um uh, and from your limited experience dude is an obrimos yeah mm -hmm. and is like I mean we can do that together and actually have fun does not the storm have its own will It can be nudged by and kind of the, you know, they look at each other and nod by the masters of the Tempest story. But no one not steered. Yeah, no one mage controls the Tempest and no one mage uh, has more influence than another among the masters. We'll fight and bicker over where it needs to go, but its path is its own. Can I clarify a description from earlier? Mm -hmm. Looking down into the bowl. Just, oh, it wasn't, this is just a storm, or is there like the supernal symbol of a storm sitting in the center of that bowl? Less supernal and more spiritual. Is this the storm? Okay. 
Yeah, like a big, like, rank six plus spirit. That, yeah, rather than needing to ride in a storm, just cloaks itself in a storm. Like, looks back over her shoulder at Abigail. And uh, Abigail is like, mm -mm, mm -mm, you don't, don't drink me. Sorry, what was that? You don't have an offer? She, 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 she uh, uh, kind of looks over to the other two and kind of gives a little shrug and says, uh, technically, yes, I could be your mentor if you don't want one of the dignified masters of the legacy to begin your training. And like the daggers that Abigail gets, and she gives a little shrug. She's like, I mean, technically, I've passed the... With all due respect, she's the one that saves my life, so she's got the sort of uh, advantage in that category so far. The, the the two masters kind of look amongst each other, and they're like, shit, bribe, bribe, what do we bribe, what do we bribe? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Azrim, you know, speaks up first and says, well, that that is fair. And Abigail is a talented witch, Uh but she's still new in her journeys, similar to you. Need somebody with far more experience than than Abigail and somebody who has. I, I think he emphasizes decades of knowledge and uh, he doesn't say power. Um, what would, would be a, a different term of um, skill? Skill is a good one. Um, for for lack of me coming up with a better term, I got a lot of things that I can give to you, borrow, and let you borrow. Um, gnosis. Yeah. Uh, gnosis and also uh, imbued items. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Mishkotal kind of, like, grins, kind of rolls her eyes a little bit and says, all Tempestari are powerful and skilled. But only one of your path can truly understand where you're coming from. And if you're interested in joining with courts and knowing them and becoming part of them and maybe one day leading them, then you want somebody who understands more than just storms and lightning. Again, Abigail's shaking her head, going, oh, don't don't put me in the middle of this. Should like to know more about yourselves than what you can offer me. Who you are is more important than what I can get from you. I will get what I want regardless. <laughs> kind of puts them both their backs up a little bit. Uh, uh, 
And like they're both looking at each other because clearly they're not used to being interviewed. Uh, they're the, the interviewers. Thank you very much. Um, and Azrum, you know, making the first move as he usually has been, says, "Well, I've <clears throat> uh, see what year is it? A hundred and fifty years on this earth, and uh, been around since well before." And kind of looks over your attire before this was appropriate. Um, I have secret understandings, knowledge, power, but also contacts. Contacts that are old, established throughout the entire globe. Uh, wherever the Tempest covers, I know people. I... And she just, like, stops looking at him. Because <laughs> he didn't answer her question. Yeah. He flat out ignored her. Yeah. You lost, buddy. <laughs> Mishkotal, you know, kind of grits. Especially, I think she's just kind of leaning back and just watching him just crash and burn. Right. Uh, Mishkotal says, what do you want to know about me? What do you do besides this? Argue and like kind of grinning. What is your place in the world? I shelter and care for a few cities throughout Mexico. I have my eye over Mexico City itself. I have been protecting and guarding the villagers affected by this war. And do you guard from amongst them or from above them? Oh. Mishkotl is just my shadow name. I live among them. They know me. Many of them come to me with their sick, with their problems. And I nudge them to health guide them. I, for many of them, I have seen them born and grow old, have children of their own. Uh, and she's, you know, she's definitely like up there in age as well. Um, but no, I can't do that from up here. (laughs) Not the above that I meant, but your answer is well received. And Chris knows a little bit of what's going on here, and I I don't know how much Chris hates it or not. <laughs> I can't read the expression. Um, oh, I'm loving this all. This is great. Um, and then she turns to Abigail again. Yeah. She's. This is not how my day was supposed to go. Um, I'm, I'm not. Then you should have let me die. <laughs> and she kind of like the, the stammering and unsureness, it like slips and just goes away. And she looks, she's like, I've definitely considered it. <clears throat> I, I'm not particularly settled anywhere. Um, I don't know many people. Um, I travel. Try to not draw too much attention to myself. 
as she stands there in full witch regalia. Um, but I, I do what I can where I can, and I try to alleviate suffering where I see it, and uh, I have a cat who travels with me, and that's kind of my life. And where were you before? I guess where... If you want to put it out of character. <laughs> no, I. She's, she wants to struggle with it. Like, uh, where do you... Where were you all? <clears throat> how, how do you get here? Uh, I think Abigail says, well, I... Yeah, I guess you'd probably use it. I boarded in London um, and was heading to Asia. And the two of them nod, you know. I mean, there's flying and teleporting and other ways to travel, but um, this place is comfortable and there's good company and like almost on cue, Mishkotal and Azrib like glare at each other. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, if you'd like to journey to Purgatory Bluff. That is where I call home. You say that to Abigail? Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, grins and says, uh, to begin your training? And, like, there, there's definitely, like, I don't want to get in trouble, but also, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and she, she, she nods and says, um, uh, wait. Are you not going there now? I'm in the middle of something. I'm busy. She nods and, and like the fact that you're not giving knowledge her more knowledge of it. I think even more than my survival here today shall compensate you for your mentorship. I will go to Purgatory Bluff, and like she's she's trying the name, and she's like, "That is not a that's not going to be a big city." She's like, "I've never heard of this place." Um, I, I will seek out Purgatory Bluff, and she kind of looks down through the clouds, and you know, kind of curious where the hell that's going to be. Um, and I will. Well, it gets her direction. She's like about that way. Yeah. I, All the whites. I will, um... Okay. Yes. Um, and, like, uh, you know, reaches her hand out, similar to how you had before, uh, and she says, My forced mentee. <laughs> she kind of, like, psychs yeah. herself up for it. Uh, but she's grinning. And she's like, okay, yeah, we can do this. Um, will I, uh, and kind of motions to you, uh, recognize you in Purgatory Bluff? And ask for 
the sheriff. She nods, and you watch Ezrum and Mishkotal uh, also nod, like, Aha, Purgatory Bluff Sheriff, got it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they don't know what I know. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think. Uh, and she does, like, then turn back and, like, she's very, she is very gracious. Right. Of everything that offered. It's yeah, not I do not like, imagine her flipping like, the bird and, no. like, walking away. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Y'all About- got what I wanted. Dip. I'm gonna go talk to the spirit real quick. Yeah, that's right. Dive uh, into the bowl. Um, and so Ezram and Mishkotal, like, they definitely look, they're very disappointed because obviously getting one on their team and that kind of stuff would be a bonus, but they nod and, and nod to Abigail. Um, and, you know, uh, yeah, looks at you and says, very well, apprentice made your decision and there is that change right mm-hmm. acknowledging that she is she's an apprentice um tempestari nodding at abigail who you know kind of beams and abigail like with absolute grace and style throws her leg over the the broom and just like standing still just kind of elevates and then just glides out um, and then Mishkotal and Azrim kind of grin at you and go, do you need help getting down? Manage it under my own power if you'll uh, put in perhaps a good word to not hit me again. <laughs> uh, they grin and Don says... You will be safe from the storm. And then she just jumps down the hole. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I think there, there, there's a look on both of their faces. They're like, we know what she's going to do. All the new kids do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, and it's definitely Dive a we. And then a little bit of an oh fuck because, oh, there's that wind in the rain. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh I should have prepped better. Uh, as you start falling through the clouds, um, notably, uh, as you fell, fall through the horse's armor helps with this. Uh, I think it does actually. You know, I was thinking about this when you got struck by lightning mage armor, life armor would actually help too. Mm -hmm. Because it's perplexive. Yeah. And you would have been able to reduce that damage. It's, it's a, uh, it was a scripted scene. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I was just thinking part of the initiation. The, um, Makes sense. The official way that you do it is to intentionally not protect yourself. Ah, cool. And is literally giving yourself up to the the mercy of the storm, which she just did sense. unintentionally. Right. Cool. Um, but yeah, as you leap down and like there is the spirit, which of note, um, I know you had your mage side on before. Even turning Mage Side off, you can see the spirit is manifested oh, here. Shit. Um, and as you pass by, like you get that same tumbling effect when you had been coming up, right. and it tumbles you towards the tempest and mm. into it. Um, and there is a 
I don't want to say oppressive because that is negative connotations, but there is a pressure on you as Absolutely. you settle into it and you just hear marked and then all of a sudden just fall. Uh, there's the wind and like the wind dies down, the clouds part and it's a Isabel shaped hole, right? Yeah. Uh, and you just fall through. There's no wind there's no rain um there's no sun um but just free fall and just i mean just a perfect like yeah. falcon dive skirts fluttering da, 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 you know around your feet um and yeah uh of note as the clouds part you also see how low you are um because this storm cloud is like right. low sitting you know, sitting close to the earth um, and start falling. Um, and I imagine, you know, control gravity wings. Give me the flavor of how you land. And oh, it's, it's, it's all flying. It's all wings. Okay. She's, she's, she's good at it at this point. Like, it's it's probably a, a little bit of a, a strain and a struggle to kind of snap them and, mm-hmm. and slow, but I mean, she doesn't, like, tumble to the ground and right. hurt herself. Uh, yeah. Me, of course, once you actually get below the clouds... Sure. The rain starts striking again, and, and you can feel that. But, um, yeah, and have to make your way back to the butte um, for uh, drama's sake. Uh, you arrive, and uh, actually, um, I didn't uh, resolve. Gizla, did you go out into the storm, or was after your investigation, did you kind of stay in with the butte? Because I know you knew Isabel was going to be fine, so. I went out into the storm to look at the storm, but I was not paying any mind to Isabel because I'm, she's fine. Mm-hmm. So I went out into the storm to get a better look at it. Mm-hmm. And, and then just kind of stayed out there to experience it. Or after that look, did you step back in? That that was a little. I, I mean, I probably went back after like, after I've seen what I can get from this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty much done beats. here. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I've, I've gathered what information I can get out of this, and now I'm just kind of damp. So I'm going to go back inside. Sure. Uh, cool. Yeah, so for uh, for uh, Isabel, I swear, guys, I don't know why Gisela and Isabel are just interchangeable. Uh, just the names. You're, you're very different characters to me, and I appreciate you for your own reasons. Uh, but yeah, um, Gisela you know settled in probably sitting with rilla at this point you know at the at the dining table that's the setup yeah get back to this what was a cave when i walked away yeah. just like huh okay <laughs> theo's been doing some shit uh i mean this is nice this you is a nice. bathtub now yeah <laughs> bathtub now can i get like a drying rack to put like, my clothes on she like filled it outside in the storm and then just sort of like wave of liquid stone carries that much water inside <laughs> yeah um for uh isabel yeah uh takes a little bit kind of squinting but the butte itself is a big imposing enough black right yeah it is a big black shape against the gray basically and it's like oh, okay there they are and I'll you know, fly into that and we're good right um make your way towards it and you know you can see the mouth of it uh because there's some light coming out of it um and you know, walk into it drenched. Uh, but hey, um, so yeah, Rilla, you know, 
looks up at you know, everybody kind of well everybody the actually yeah the uh, the three gals uh, see you um, and like a, a 15 foot wingspan makes a, a lot of noise landing so. <laughs> that's true uh, it is still loud as hell outside my first reaction was also going to be like where did Jules find you because if not I feel like we need to go get him <laughs> It's fine if Isabel's running around in the storm, but Jules. Yeah. No leg butt either. Leg butt was making weird shapes when I last saw yeah. him. Uh, and she's gonna just like point, like just like grab her herself by the throat, and I imagine it's a little bit of forces and a little bit of life, mm-hmm. and just like megaphone voice essentially. <laughs> I like that. I love that. Is it just a big I'm here kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Legba, uh, which if you want to go ahead and give me your next spell that you were experimenting with. Cool. But probably what he's doing right now um, mm-hmm. when this happens is uh, he, let's see, how do I put this? Um, understanding the path of the sage has reminded him that when you get to this liminal space and you're trying to rise, uh, trying to get past your past or move away from different extremes that can really shackle you, the choices you don't want, the outcome, the, the, the desirable outcome is not to eliminate them completely, but to recognize that they'll always be a part of your experience. You just have to constrain and, and engage your connection with them in a way that doesn't prevent you from making the choices you want to make. So... With that in mind, he realizes that the ground and the position of the ground is a somewhat arbitrary thing, right? The surface that we're standing on is an aspect of the physical world, but that element of the surface could be anywhere in space. And so just to make it simple for him before he does something more elaborate, he looks at the ground and he elevates the concept of the ground three feet up. And then steps onto thin air, walks for let's say many yards, walking. And I, I imagine it's not even a tightrope kind of thing. It's just no. like no, actually, the ground is a little yeah. bit higher. Yeah, the ground is three feet higher. Yeah, within which actually, uh, with with the rain coming down, we also have water yeah. striking invisible, invisible dark souls pathway. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> you, know, you have you have water kind of accumulating at the top because there's no dirt to grab it. It's just like, oh no, here's where things end, and so water is splattering, kind of pooling in this you know fairly thin sheet of water that I imagine like matches exactly the mm. area of the spell. Um, and so you have this three foot high, three foot high table of water that's just kind of dripping off and stuff like that and he's walking on it and we have moment of Ralph doing dancing in the rain um, oh, sorry yeah, uh, and he's also singing in the rain thank you welcome yeah I like that and then yeah you hear back towards the butte you know Isabel saying I'm alive or he tries to initiate tele- well actually yeah, at this point, it with two people. 
Mm -hmm. um, so he initiates um, a second telepathic connection. This one with this one tries again. Yeah. And I think just as you are doing that, you hear in your head, um, mm -hmm. you know, Jules going, she's alive. <laughs> okay, cool. So then um, Emrys, uh, so he initiates with, um, with Isabel and says, are you safe? Or asks, are you safe? Yeah. Great. I will return soon. Then he asks Jules, are you safe? I got stuck in the bud, but I'm okay. <laughs> you need help. Uh, I, I, one of my boots are ruined. It's okay. Isabel, your boyfriend's broken again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so when, uh, when, you know, Isabel next sees Jules, right? He's coming in. He's not soaked, but his, he's walking with like one foot that's an, uh, bear and he's got his mm. boot which looks like the heel and bottom has kind of you know ripped open uh, a little bit it's like yeah I'm gonna have to fix these and but you know mm. sees, sees you and goes oh I like the wings that's what he notices <laughs> <laughs> he's very specifically he's, he's like, <laughs> I like I like the wings yeah the wings are great Just choosing yeah. to mm. notice I've right. uh, seen the wings before Jules <laughs> Those uh, wet, wings uh, are really good. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Craig. Craig gets it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a proper young gentleman. Yep. And like, I think. That's <laughs> I, I, yeah, I imagine there's like the he he was gonna go in for a hug and then goes, I'm just my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to I, see I got, you're. I got a wardrobe problem. I got a, a wardrobe malfunction. I mean, I'll go. I'm gonna go inside. 100%. Now, if Isabel interrupts them, <laughs> that's an entire other thing. Here I am with the energy of the storm. Yeah. <laughs> celebrating life in front of you, and you're worried about your boots. I was only worried about my boots after I knew that you were safe and like the strain of staring into her eyes. <laughs> That's that sort of feeling right? when somebody's looking in your eyes, but you know their attention is completely somewhere else. <laughs> uh, without dragging it out too much. Uh, yes. He Just succumbs like, to your feminine wiles. <laughs> She's like pats him on the head. Yeah. You're, you're adorable. Yep. Can I hug you? <laughs> like, it is it is a full bear hug, like squeeze and like lift. Oh, yeah. uh, it goes. Um, not to be impertinent, but um, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone. OK. And then like looks in past Isabel and goes, what the hell have I missed? <laughs> I um, like what you've done with the place, Baba Sarah. Uh, and to clue everybody else in uh, who isn't in our Discord, uh, our sorry, our group Discord. Not you don't need to go rush over to the Discord server www.yeetinto.space. Um, but yeah, is uh, Theo actually Baba Sarah? You you describe it, Craig. You describe it. Um, so it's basically uh like a manor house facade 
carved into the side of the butte. Right, so you've got like the pillars and overhanging everything, and inside it's just like a. It's, she's basically building a full-on house, um, all formed out of materials from within the butte and that kind of stuff. She's so lots of stuff. Creating extra rooms and building bedrooms, and there's a dining room, and she's got a, a, a bath set up with water in it, and uh, there's a full-on oven instead of just a fire, like a you know a collection of logs with a fire burning. There's a full-on oven now, and she can like. You can bake things in it and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's been a little busy. We don't want to stay here. <laughs> uh, and she, she's just sort of uh, forming a, um, like a light, sconce, um, outside the door. She walks by and says, "You take that off. I can mend it for you." <laughs> which, which Jules is like the boot, and then like, like the realization of, uh oh, Isabel's about to be naked. <laughs> well, no, she's probably got sparkles. Look, half naked I could deal with. Full naked? No. Not prepared. <laughs> not prepared. Not prepared not public. Right now. Jules.exe has stopped working. <laughs> He's a proper gentleman and this frontier woman. Yep. I just can't handle this. Yeah. I just can't handle this. Um, meanwhile, Rilla has been giggling like gales of laughter of just like, oh yeah, this is this is perfect. <laughs> that the, the absolute torture of my not brother. Uh, the very best entertainment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like pointedly like standing next to him, like leaning against him and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, she ditches the wings at some point. They're just not practical inside. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. After after Baba Sarah well, got started, there might be room. She just like waves and there's like wing shaped holes that she can fit. I had time for an aviary. Just, oh. just go over there. <laughs> And, uh, Where'd you get the birds? The officer is definitely like being a little manic about it. Right, she's it, moving around and I, I feel like yeah, for, for all the for all the joking, Baba Sarah is just kind of in in a rut for for lack of a better term, where it's just like more, 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 more. Say uh, that something is up, and we're just kind of observing, waiting making for sure her she to come out herself. of it. Yeah. yeah, like I don't think we can really stop. So yeah, we're just kind of trying to observe. Yep. Uh, and notably, Did you find anything worth scrutiny? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Rilla observes and sees that like there is this not a taint because that's that's for more of an abyssal thing, but there's this twist to uh, Babasera's pattern, um, and I imagine across the past year that there has been other people gaining and dropping wisdom and you know some action tubers where this thing may have come up if nothing else um you know cautionary tales from the diamond order um or egg rock herself like being very clear of like hey you th- there are issues and these are things to look out for amongst your fellows because let's be honest egg rock does not want to be surprised that one of you has gone megalomaniacal and she has to handle it um is this the one that i got uh, that has happened, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, it did because um, I think you cast because I was Jules. messing with Jules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Way back when. Thing. Yep. So I might recognize what's happening to her. Mm-hmm. Just magic for everything. Yep. But yeah, Rilla at at this point has done the studying, has learned and figured out what's going on, and 
because uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, for the most part, a lot of the shaping that you're doing, you can do for no reach, no, uh, no overreach, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so basically all this is not going to cause any paradox for her. So she's able to just, you know, keep shaping stuff. And I think really even goes so far as to say, as long as she's uh, within her control here, she's just going to be you like this. Or There's a domain still here. Right? Unless she took it down. Mm -hmm. Oh, out of it. that's true. So, yeah. yeah. So she really is got all the, uh, all the reach mm -hmm. she wants. Yep, that's very true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and right. I think talking about Babasera for the moment, because really is very, very, as seen with the storm and, and now with Babasera, it's very remote observation. Mm -hmm. uh, and she, and she, you know, comments, it's like, as long as she's like this in, in here, she's still trying to figure out how exactly this domain is working. Um, Cause it's definitely the first one you all have seen. Um, and, uh, you know, Rilla says, yeah, as long as, She's here and within the control of her magic. She'll be like this unless she wants to clean her pattern yeah. herself. Yeah, you can take it out. But yeah, and, and notably, uh, both as storyteller and as Rilla, She's not going to try and fix Babasera. Um, yeah, that's that's not her, not her her thing. Uh, There's far yeah. worse places to be, having this sort of thing happen. So, yeah, at this point, the Gisela would go like, learn from it. Just like talk to her because it, it does seem to be like bothering her a bit. Um. So just walk up to Theo and sort of try not to interrupt, but like get attention and just, if you want to stop this, you can, it hurts, but. That's true. Yeah. Cause you scoured it out. Yeah. Just why would I want to stop? I haven't felt this good in a long time. Well, I mean, we do have the book and whatever it tells us to do. So presumably we can't stay here much longer. We have to stay here overnight still, right? Correct. Okay. I, I mean, I feel fine. I'm just saying because we do need to well depending on what it says I'm expecting we'll need to move on tomorrow and I don't know if you'll want to evolve this I kind of like it though it is very nice you nice for travelers right <laughs> oh you mean like leave it leave it maybe yeah I mean I put a lot of work into it so far it would certainly oh, be for sure. something for them to look into. <laughs> Leaving them a mystery, but... 
walled off. We could move the whole thing into the center of the view. We could if we really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, just wanted to give you an option if you decide you're tired of this and would like to relax. It feels good to flex though sometimes, doesn't it? Probably honestly, up. honestly, I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's true. Flexing for 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 Giesel is a little different. I have a good segue so that um, the party can get together and Isabel can describe what happened. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Cool. So real quick, as because um, you said you wanted to explain it to everybody, as Theo says that, all of a sudden everyone outside hears the rain and the wind um, start whistling and impacting the side of the butte really powerfully as though the intensity of the storm increased tenfold. And then um, Legba's walking like kind of in a corridor and this wind is hitting the butte like that as he's walking up. He leans down, picks up a rock and then throws it up above himself, steps back, and then you see the rock fall, and as it falls through the 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 front of the door, right, as you can see it fall below the opening, right, it seems like it's taking a long time to fall through that, as though the distance is considerable. And then as soon as it passes maybe like a foot, it drops really quickly, and there's a thunderous impact as it goes right into the ground. <laughs> yeah, Rilla head whips around like, what? Yeah, and then he walks in and cancels the spell and stops gummying around, and there's no water on him. Have you been studying gravity? It's all a matter of space. But that is a story I'll tell after the one that has been offered to all of us. Um... And like I think uh, Jules brings his boot over to Baba Sarah and says, "You can mend this." Oh, sure. Not that that. Like he's like words are coming out. Like, of it. As he's bringing it over, she just sort of reaches out and touches it. Right, and she, you know, he got. Thank you. He's like, when you have time, don't rush. You're like, no, go no, done. Um, holding the boot up and you know doing that little like weird one one foot stand um the house looks lovely do you want to sit and join us for dinner and who is he asking uh bob sarah okay cool um i suppose and like links arms with you sorry what was that Mm -hmm. And sort of takes her over. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Not, and it's not even a like uh, escorting somebody who's injured. It's just like, okay, let's pull you away from over there for a little bit. Um, and uh, notably because, I mean, food has to be made and he's, you know, everybody's kind of, well, Rilla and maybe Theo, I don't know. Uh, actually, no, probably Theo, Theo would just use magic for it and 
and we do not need the death magic anywhere near the food. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of gets everybody gathered together and, you know, I imagine R Rilla has probably actually made dinner because Theo has been busy with a house. Um, and yeah, expected eyes turn towards Gisela. Isabel! Back! Okay. So she starts off by <laughs> healing herself. Which, Which like, diff 100% like, Jules' self-control just drops at that point and you have this little clap and then... Mm. <laughs> Does she have, like, twice the lightning scars now? Yeah, at this point, like, her entire, like, I'm gonna say, like, torso, right, is is that crackled, mm -hmm. blown out. But anybody, anybody looking with Prime, I'm gonna assume, mm -hmm. at least for now, can, like, can tell that something definitely happened here. There's residual of, like, big magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I seem to have found myself a legacy. Well done. Found? Found. As in, encountered. In the storm? You're not going to believe it, but here we go. Uh, and she tells the whole, mm -hmm. whole story. Um, set to music. <laughs> Man, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, so a witch, just, oh, a, an English witch, a Celt, and a Mexican shaman walk amongst the clouds, mm. traveling to Asia. Mm. And they seemed particularly concerned on why the storm would be here. Perfect. I kind of know why. <laughs> I had an inkling too, and I did not disclose it. <laughs> Probably for the best, yeah. But I shall tell my mentor when she arrives at Purgatory Bluff what we discover here amongst this journey. Seems a fair trade. When will she arrive? I didn't specify. Hmm. Perhaps before we do. We'll already have a lot to explain when we return. And the town's been kind to strangers. Certainly. And she seemed smart enough, and it's not like we haven't had, uh, well, well-bred English strangers showing up to town before. <laughs> Jules and Rilla make dramatic, where? <laughs> Looks about. Oh, so it's a place with people, as we have observed, amenable to witchcraft. <laughs> you can see Rilla wondering, she's here. like, I don't, I wonder... Like, because <clears throat> she, she's now, like, deep in the, I wonder what she's going to look like normally. 
You said one of them was from Mexico? From Mexico City? She didn't specify which towns or what part. She did actually specifically mention Mexico City as a a bit of a flex. She's like, oh yeah, Mexico City is one of the villages that she takes care of. Oh, okay. I missed that part. Mm. Then yes. Oh. Yeah. Perhaps better that I didn't choose her then. Yes. Jules kind of looking between and Mexico City, Mexico City, Mexico. <gasps> oh, yeah. Like the nods at him when he like comes to the realization. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're all thinking the same thing. Arachne and I did some divination on this before the storm. What did you? And like J- Jules, I don't think looks betrayed, but it was like, wait, hang on. What, what was this? If I wished to meet my father again, then Mexico City would be my best avenue towards that. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Are we avoiding Mexico City, or is that, um... I have no immediate plans. Okay. Because I know... You and I had talked about um, yes. visiting the old country? or Certainly that would be something we did much before going to the capital. Ah, okay, okay. Because he was like, I'm totally on board for like trying to figure that out. But Dad, who turns out maybe a... Mm. <laughs> Jules is like, I'm, out, I'm, I'm severely outgunned there. Dealing with some weird spirit things, and I know a thing or two about that. Um, I may have reason so, to travel there at some point. In the short time you're away, you've like reforged your soul, or seems that way. Yes, someone do that to you. <laughs> Something, it would appear. The roiling heart of the tempest. Did you meet it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by some definitions of meat, marked by it made one of its own mm. Jules kind of looks over to Legban and says what are you doing in Mexico City there is a man I still hope to help and my plans for that have been somewhat delayed by this journey I don't know what it will call for give him the aid he needs but it might include visiting a place that formed or it might include visiting a place that put him on the path that led to me encountering him in the first place Rilla kind of looks towards Gisela and says there's a lot of coincidences going on here today mm-hmm. in Mexico. Yep. Narrows her eyes you know, very playfully. It's like, you know, picking up a spell at work would be something a you know prime sighted mage could do. Mm. 
You should feel, uh, I believe, complimented because that is the, uh, while Rilla seems to be mostly in jest, uh, <laughs> those above seemed to think that an Acanthus must have had a hand in me arriving at the Tempest. Mm. Perhaps one did. <laughs> <laughs> like and Rilla's, Rilla's like grin and playful jest and goes, oh, <laughs> like a friendly Acanthus messing with fate. All right, that's fine. Oh, somebody else messing with fate. Hang on. Others can do it too. Yeah. Right. How would we yes. know so, are, did you arrange all this? No. <laughs> what me? I've Just seen. Pause there. The um evidence of it having been arranged. I was not the one who pulled these strings. What I left unsaid above was that she has been much more concerned with controlling her own fate than those of others. Like, Jules shares a grin. Uh, it's like, yeah. That... She can do it, though. I mean, there is fate involved in us coming to where we have on this journey, right? By my recollection, still to come, yes? Indeed. Yes. Yeah, Rilla dramatically flipping through her notes. Um, it says, by my estimation, since none of these journal entries have been marked by a and glowing right. rune or something. Uh, get a quest text of trial of forces complete. Yep. <laughs> Prime, <laughs> death, life. I suspect mind or nightmares. Um, and kind of looks out at the storm, says forces, but and kind of looks over to the journal, but the journal I mean we'll have to see in the morning because this point I don't know <laughs> like it gives like a, a an understanding sad face to Theo and says and all our expectations of this journey have completely been well thrown to the wind so We'll see you tomorrow, I guess. This feels like fate. Mm. I am not looking forward to time. <laughs> Rilla, Rilla this is like, well, I'm just hoping that, you know, maybe we see glimpses of the future. We already did. Mm. Um, possible futures that we don't like. Indeed. Oh, maybe Ed, like you see, her, she, flips, she, yeah, she flips through her notes and goes back to Ed, scribbles in, you know, a fate rune next to the, the mind rune, and then time. She's going, oh no. <laughs> I thought I thought I had a grasp on this. The whole journey could be an exploration of time. 
We are progressing through it. And we might return long after we expected to. True. Or before. My, my students. No, 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 no. We, we can't do that. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I appreciate because, you know, Rilla is, you know, making a joke. And it, it, like, yeah, my totally. answer with that, she goes, that's fair. <laughs> like, as it as it goes into more, like thinky type things and not like the boasterous like telling a story thing mm -hmm. I think that finally when like she slips out of Petricor enough to be like yeah I should get dressed up <laughs> <laughs> I get mad for you and feels very eagerly reaching forward <laughs> and it's sure <laughs> it's not you're not being forward right you're just leaning forward <laughs> I mean honestly it's much easier to let her mend it than try to fix it yourself. <laughs> like it says the uh, tailor, yeah. Yeah. It's like we could fix it or we can do one. When uh when Theo does that, Theo's offered to mend things and uh, change their shape, clothing, attire. Like it takes off the laurel crown he's still been wearing. Um, and holds it in his palm and then looks at Theo and, and asks can you turn this into a hat of the shape you've seen me wear in my mind? Oh, you saw. Thank you. Um, you may attempt to. I will tell you, you cannot. <laughs> well, yeah. So she like easily, and she'll just uh -oh. have off a spell. And it doesn't move. Doesn't do a thing. Uh oh. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Us. Sleeves grow up. <laughs> the awesome. This is perfect. Um, she's gonna throw uh, a little more into it. No, uh, with, you don't need to roll anything. What are you putting into it? Um, like I'm gonna be overreaching a fair bit to get extra potency. Well, that's um, that won't be reach. You can't reach. Much, like I want to, um, I, I want to jack the numbers and to give advantage on a clash of wills. I'm assuming uh, this yeah. is I, I, I will yeah. go ahead and tell you. Yep, yeah, go ahead. Does not work. And, and you lose. Okay. <laughs> um, one thing I will say, just so the players are aware, even though it may not cross Theo's mind, this is a living laurel crown. Yeah, it's still alive. It's mm -hmm. not matter. Yeah, anymore. correct. Matter's uh, not going to work on it. Correct. Um, but I can kill it. Uh, and Isnell like sneaks in a finger and touches it. You're gonna reshape it. Oh, cool! Hmm. And it, I mean, life weaving. Yeah, no, I, I'm just thinking of, you know, matter shaping, you know, making it into literally a top I'm hat, right? Going but, to make it grow quickly. Into the shape I want it to. Ah, okay, yeah, and that, that, that made so we're actually perfecting in this case, probably. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and that's that's why because that's that's what I was saying. It was like, would it grow into like basically a huge bouquet, or you know, with the leaves? Or I'll, with one spell, I'll start it growing really fast, and then with compelling, 
mm. control the shape. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. And I, like I said, I'm I'm good with any of right. it. It was just what does happen. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So, uh, well, yeah, actually, <laughs> I like this like this idea of like a little bit of like malice coming into Baba Sarah and and then Isabel just being like. Mm, well, let's, do this. Let's, let's not kill the pretty laurel crown <laughs> visible disappointment and like <laughs> definitely thwarted theo i'd say i'm sorry to steal your thunder but i think that's kind of my thing now yeah <laughs> i'm so glad you said that yeah that's right it's perfect <laughs> i was like oh. yeah uh, thank you <laughs> i like that um and yeah there may be some some resolution that we uh we have to do when we come back uh because yeah theo is still rampant and um and using matter stuff in here in this domain and working stone is very very good and aspected i think for the domain but i think casting a death spell would probably not get the bonus of the domain um mm. because it's not this is not an aspected death place right uh, okay. so made a home not a crypt right mm. oh also yes um yeah. uh, so uh but come join us for that next week actually next week um right Asher, are you gonna Asher be out next gone? week i'm off next week Oh, there's a wedding. Wedding oh. is in August. August. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, this is, this is going back and seeing folks. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we may be doing a one shot or mm-hmm. chilling or have a week off. We will figure out this week and we'll come by Discord www.geetinto.space. Yeah. Uh, we will try to give you all a heads up at least on Friday probably before probably by wednesday uh because that's when i would like to play something right Mm -hmm. i'm i am on board for that um i literally have nothing else to do with my friday nights (laughs) final fantasy like a fucking nerd come on now rim world man yikes it's just consuming me um but yes come by discord uh hang out check out stuff um which actually Quick clarification, because some folks have missed it. Um, in the welcome channel on Discord are a couple different uh, buttons and reactions that you can click to get notifications for different stuff. So when a YouTube video mm-hmm. goes up, when we go live, or if I ever get back to doing weird video game stuff, which my computer is being built right now. Um, Ooh, yeah, cool. So once that happens and my computer doesn't um, make scary, scary whirring noises when I play some games, um, I will go back to streaming some of that stuff and uh, just to chill and hang out. And there's still the gender roles put up in there too, right? Right, exactly. And yeah, yeah so we have uh, your pronouns, we have notifications, uh, and we may add more stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, more Star Trek RPG. Yes, uh, not necessarily this Friday, but yes, uh, we we definitely would like yeah. to get back to the like even I would like to Curie, yeah. Indeed. Uh, yeah, it was a fun system. Mm-hmm. Really um, cool. It the the Modifius uh, 2D20 system has really grown on me, and there's a bunch of other settings that use it because mm. Conan. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Like every every everybody gonna get big muscles and big brains and sneaky stabby and scary sorcery and yeah. Um, camel punching. 
<laughs> I, you said that but I could see the scene in my head, and paintings. I love it. I'm totally gonna make a Grace Jones character for that. Yes, <laughs> you gotta do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If if you all are interested in other stuff besides Mage, um, hi, you're still welcome here. We we don't hate you, uh, and we are probably going to be breaking uh, Cultist Anonymous out into some more stuff, um, and uh, jumping into some new systems, and you know, shaking stuff up. Uh, to give me some time to prep mage a little bit farther ahead that you all see some stuff let other people take the helm and let me be a player stuff like that um we're we're, we're wanting to do more and and I've, I've been dragging my feet about it to be honest uh because i'll be honest i don't like not being in complete control <laughs> <laughs> the raw unrelenting oh, power of being the gm <laughs> GM, showrunner, bestie ghost. What? Me? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. So, yes, come by Discord. That's where all that stuff is happening. That's where we're talking about stuff where we want to hear from you guys. If um, if you uh, folks want to support us monetarily, that is patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or staylucky.club. Dot club. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, all our stuff is posted there. If we do start doing stuff we may put up a poll and be like what do you want to see next not necessarily what we're going to play but what do you want to see next because we're going to figure out what we want to play I might give you some choices right um otherwise yeah we will see you all next week for something something all right bye see you then